This is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years of experience in the senior care market share their advice. Well, let's get to it. And in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. First, hi, Valerie, and thank you for having me with you today. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and your listeners. I'm Dr. Judy Butler, founder and creator of The Guardian's Gift. We help senior adults and adult children of aging parents, families, if you will, plan and create a life legacy beyond, but including estate planning. Our area of expertise is really helping senior adults and their adult children get end of life planning completed while building a beautiful legacy in 90 days or less. We typically work with people who need and want more direction need more creative ideas, and want more control over the decisions they make and the time they spend in the process. We help them narrate and authenticate their life stories, organize their life documents and information in a shorter time with less stress, frustration, and family tensions. (laughs) Well, that is a great explanation of what you do. And uh, we have talked about this a few times on a few times on this uh, netcast and I will tell you that uh, I'm oh I've always been an advocate of planning ahead I've always been an advocate of getting your act together before your family has to make decisions for you because as a nurse and I'm sure you've seen this too in your lifetime yeah when a crisis happens everybody's looking at each other like what are we going to do now we don't even know where they keep their bills Yeah, (laughs) that was my experience too. And that's the reason I created this was, you know, I'm the oldest and my of the children, and I knew what was going to happen. I knew it was my job. And so when it was my turn, and my dad was diagnosed with dementia, and then he eventually passed. And this is why the guardian's gift was born. um, I went to the top drawer of the chest, opened the drawer, looked in there. And I was like, Oh, no. And there was all the documents and everything, but it was disorganized. It was, they'd been in there for years. I had to sort through it. Some things were, you know, a bank had been bought by another bank and it it was, it was a mess. So, and I find that a lot with the clients that I work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it is. It's hard to have this conversation. It's hard to think about um, your mortality and it's hard to think about planning and nobody really wants to do this but boy oh boy if you're going to give your children a birthday present a Christmas present um, any kind of gift that uh, is for them after your passing that that the greatest gift you can give them of course is peace of mind and peace of mind knowing that here it is like just handing them a binder or handing them or showing them right there in that file cabinet or right there in that drawer everything's done yeah. You know, as a, as a psychotherapist in a private practice, one of the things I see a lot is when people have that gift that everything's planned, even through the funeral and everything and all everything's there, they have it all in one place. People are actually able to grieve in such a healthy way. It's amazing to me. They can express their grief and their joy and the stories and the remembrances of their loved one. It's just so beautiful. It is such a gift. 
It is. Uh, yeah, there is nothing. I, you know, my grandfather is 93 and he is, uh, everything's done. Everything is done. Uh, <laughs> he is, but he actually did, did this, uh, a lot of this planning 40 years ago. So he, he was on top of it, knowing that, you know, and understand that you just never know. And as, as we all know, as we get older and we start to find out as our loved ones pass away or our friends pass away, funerals are not cheap. Not you know, a funeral cost in some places up to $15,000. And that's not even spending. That's like, you know, I, um, we had a, a, a uh, my husband's sister died several years ago, but even then we were just floored. I mean, we didn't do anything fancy. We didn't do anything super. We didn't put her in a, you know, like cardboard box or anything, but I mean, <laughs> we, we, we did something very kind and very nice and very, you know, uh, respectful and dignified uh but but the cost of all that and her children were young men young adult men who had no idea i mean so it was up to the rest of the family to kind of help them along and we're talking seven eight thousand dollars nine hundred dollars just to dig the hole at, at the plot so i mean i was like you're kidding me so we all kind of ponied up and helped and of course we would but i mean i that was my first enlightenment into please plan ahead because this is a financial shock <laughs> to your family when I've never experienced this before. You know, not only the financial piece, but just the having to make the decisions of picking out a casket or deciding between burial and cremation. And of course, there's lots of other options these days that people didn't have a few years ago. But and we discuss all that with people. We help them make all those plans. But, you know, when you're trying to grieve and you have to pick out a casket or you have to pick out a song, for goodness sakes, for a song. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what song they want. And so if all of that is selected ahead of time, it just makes it so much simpler. But, you know, the guardian's gift is more than just that part of planning. It is also the collection of the stories from their childhood and their high school and what they did and their first date and their first car and all of those things. It collects the stories and those documents as well. So it, it just brings the whole life into perspective. I know as a pastor, uh, when I would do funerals and I would go visit with the family um, and prepare for the service and I'd ask about the stories, people are in such shock they can't even tell me the stories. They'll come up with one or two, but with this, all the stories are there. They're all in one place. I had a, a client recently that um, we put together the gift for them and their family said, oh my gosh, when they passed, we didn't know this about our dad. We didn't realize that he did this in college and he was, and I can't say more specifics. I try to be very confidential about things. Uh, but we didn't know that he was in this society or that, that he was the leader of this group. So they were stunned because they'd never heard those stories. That's so nice. It's so nice to get that history. And you're right. That is one of the things that, um, you know, the, the pastor or whoever is officiating you know, want, it goes around and, and tries to talk to the family members and get, you know, what are a few things I can say, um, especially if they haven't known that person very well. And it is tough to come up with that 
in minutes or hours or even a day. I mean, everybody's just reeling from the whole process. So you're right. This is this is pretty amazing. Well, tell. I'm going to stick to my questions a little bit here. Okay. Um, but uh, what is the best thing about serving aging adults and their families? It is hearing their stories. I love the stories because those stories are beacons of hope and perspective. And, you know, we're living in history-making times right now. Some of it's pretty sad. Some of it's pretty frightening. But the salting experience of a senior adult and their stories helps us, the rest of us, make sense out of our own journey, out of what's going on in our life currently. It also helps us provide a framework for uh, the current events that are going on. You know, when we think about their stories that they have lived through the Spanish flu, they've lived through polio, they've lived through tuberculosis, they've lived through the depression, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, the Cold War, and you just go on and on and on, all the things they've already been through. You know, that story of survival helps nurture peace and it, it helps create an uplifting vision for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. they, yeah, they've lived through all these things and, you know, ever, the world is pretty upset about our current situation with COVID mm -hmm. and hopefully we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel soon. Um, but these folks have lived through way worse. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have cell phones and computers and big TV screens to be able to watch and see whatever they wanted to if they were quarantined and and they didn't have cell phones that they could call their loved ones when they were in Vietnam. Although none of those stuff, that didn't exist. So right. whatever issues we face today were, they didn't know it then, but were 10 times harder than what uh, at, at their, when they faced them back then. The communication was a whole lot different back then. So um, yeah, there's a, there's, we have a lot to learn <laughs> and listening is a good way to start because uh, we have some, some tough seniors out there who have seen a lot more than having to stay at home for a few months. I mean, they've seen yeah. more than that. <laughs> they kind of roll with the punches a lot yes, better than some do. of us younger people do. Much more resilient than some of us complainers have been. <laughs> it's easy for us to complain about having to get carry out, right? <laughs> um, so yeah all right well the next question on my list it, it talks about mentors organizations inspirations in your life so I would imagine there have been people or organizations that have really meant a lot to you or you thought that they did a really good job who would you like to talk about you know um I'd like to really give a shout out to hospice I think hospice is an amazing organization you know, not only here locally where I live, but just around the United States and the world because they give such excellent support. They are kind and compassionate. Their training is top notch. They have, they do one of the hardest jobs ever. Um, having served as a chaplain, you know, in the hospital for many, many years and being at deathbeds um, on many occasions, I can't imagine the job they do. When they're, they're walking that path and that journey, it, it's, it's awesome. What they do is awesome. You know, and I've experienced their support on a personal level as well. So uh, I just want to give a shout out to, to hospice, a quick shout out to state and local agencies that are part of larger national groups. Um, things like um, 
Alamance Elder Care, which is part of the Cone Health System here where I live, and Tammy McKee. Let me just say, hey, Tammy, yay. Um, <laughs> groups like Trala, the Triad Retirement Living Association. There are just so many agencies out there that are working hard and around the clock to provide for our seniors meals on wheels. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, they're fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and that's, that's funny because my, my grandfather, my 93 year old grandfather does, I don't know if he's still doing it at this moment because of COVID, but before COVID, he was still doing meals on wheels on Friday afternoons and serving meals to people who were 20 years younger than him. But you know what? It was great socialization for him and great socialization for those folks, because they only saw him maybe once a week, they saw other people during the week, but that was their moment when they had somebody they could trust and somebody they they recognized come to the door and chit chat with them for a few minutes and serve them a hot meal. Meals on Wheels is amazing, but I would I would also like to say that uh, hospice, the hospice industry and the physicians, nurses, the aides, the chaplains. Um, the whole support system there is completely amazing and um, helping people with that transition and helping those families with that transition. It's a, uh, it's their, their angels, their angels yeah. on earth uh, Thank you. to help, help with that because it is a very obviously an emotional time and um, the experience of a good hospice nurse or a good hospice physician or, or chaplain or caregiver um, is such a comfort to the family, such a comfort. Oh yeah, absolutely. And having, having been on the receiving end of their support and their care, mm -hmm. um, it's, just, it's just amazing. They're compassionate and they're kind. And you know, I, our family really, really appreciates them so much. I agree, that's a great, they're a great organization to give a shout out to. All right, let's talk a little bit about online marketing. I ask everybody this because everybody has different, uh, you know, opinions and experiences, and I do a lot of this. So um, online marketing has become more important over the last year because it has been so challenging for senior care organizations and people to network together in person. So we see, we've seen a huge uptick from my perspective in people getting a little bit more serious about that because they almost have to. Um, what has been your experience or thoughts with online marketing on the whole? Um, well, I agree with you. It is a challenge. But I think for me, what I think is part of the problem is the fact that scams have become so sophisticated and so persistent yes. that it is very, very difficult, even for me and or some younger people um, who are very uh, proficient with technology to be able to parse what is actually truth and what is not, what is real and what is, is fiction. So, uh, you know, I think that in this a day and age, people are really unsure of what to trust and how to trust. So when there's a trustworthy um, person who is trying to market and provide service, you know, that is for seniors, that is reputable and honest. Um, the trust factor has been deteriorated by the scammers. It so is. the seniors have become very wary. And, you know, the seniors are the target. It's a target population. And so the lack of trust, the atmosphere is completely void of trust. Mm -hmm. And when you combine that with, um, a little bit of uncertainty of how to navigate 
you know, the technology and the changes. Um, and then there's not a lot of options available for seniors anymore. It's like they're forced to, you have to do it this way. And that's really, really frustrating for senior adults. Um, you know, my mother who is, is 86, will be 86 in February. She says, you know, why can't they just give me something to sign? Why do I have to have this? You know, and I'm like, it's okay, mom. So I have to walk her through it, but it's so frustrating for her. Um, and she's, she's very intelligent and still with it. So, um, you know, even that, but I think it's a lack of trust combined with a lack of options. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. And I believe that, I mean, um, you know, we, we have done online marketing forever and ever, but I can tell you our clients who some are more web savvy than others, but um, they'll get emails and they'll get forms filled out on their websites by scammers who tell them you've, you know, you've had, you're violating cut my copyright, you're using my pictures or um, I don't know, just, oh, oh, if you don't renew your website right now and go to this link and pay for it, it's your website's going to go down and all these crazy stuff. So of course they send those to us and say, oh, you know, we're like, no, 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 it's okay because we've seen it so much, but, but it is disturbing and it does make your heart skip a beat when you think my website's going to go down or what, what do you mean I violated a copyright? None of that has ever happened. It's just, they're trying to get you to pay them some money for something or whatever. So, and I wonder, you know, how many people fall for that? And I know my husband's uh, mother, uh, before she's in a, a skilled facility now, but, but before that she was at home and these folks from uh, overseas would call her and tell her she was gonna go to jail if she didn't pay $7,000. Yeah. And she would call us just hysterical. And it, it even after the first time we calmed her down and told her, this is just ignore this. Don't answer calls. You don't know the number. Um, it happened again, maybe a year later, and it just upsets her every time that stuff happens. So it's just everywhere, whether it's your phone or your, you know, email or whatever it is. You're right. There is so much that we need to protect our seniors from, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's craziness. Uh, so you're right. That is a challenge. Um, I, I think that if you, I, I want to say that for people who are marketing online, um, the more you come out from behind the website and the more you show your face, like we're doing right now and having this conversation, I think that develops a sense of trust. Um, so you get to know the person a little bit and you get to understand more about them. So these, I think some of these platforms help us get past some of those barriers. But you're right, it is very challenging. It is. Yep. All right, what piece of advice would you give to other senior care providers out there? First and foremost, ask instead of tell. Listen and then hear. People are so busy telling senior adults you need this, you need that, you need to do this, here's the way you do that, change that, go here. And they're like, what? What about what I want? So ask, it's simple, just ask questions, you know, and they're going to tell you. Now, you may really need to listen because in this day and age, attention deficit disorder has gotten to be permeating everybody and everything. Um, attention spans are down, uh, and it, there's statistics that prove that commercials used to be 30 seconds long and today commercials are 10 seconds or less. 
because people can't, they just can't get it. If it's not in 10 seconds, you get out of my way. So you have to really, really pay attention when you ask a question and you really have to be patient and listen. And then you have to decipher what you heard. Yes, patience, listening, and uh, yep. What is that old saying? God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? Yeah, absolutely. So use them both more than you use this. Yeah, no, totally true. And, and asking is important. I think um, you're right. We, we tend to offer up our advice really fast without even knowing what somebody really wants to hear. That does happen a lot. So thank you for that advice. It is better to ask. Yeah. All right. My last question, I asked this of everyone. Everyone answers it differently. When you have a win in life or in business, and it could be any small thing or any big thing, how do you like to celebrate? I share it with my team and my family. Mm -hmm. uh, Pre-COVID or post-COVID, uh, I love for us to get together and have a big meal and everybody just sit around and just enjoy being together. Hugs, laughter, mm -hmm. um, just food is such a, I don't know, it's just such a comfort. It's such a way for people to connect. Um, that's for the reason I'm a Thanksgiving person. I like Thanksgiving better than Christmas because we sit around and eat and talk and eat some more. Uh, it just calms your soul. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just does. It soothes your nerves. It calms your soul. It's nothing like a, a nice cup of hot tea or a cup of hot cocoa and some chocolate. Works wonders. <laughs> true. Very true. A good meal is always a nice way to celebrate. And I think we're all... Um, we're very accustomed to gathering and eating and you're right. It's just a great way to relax and, and you're full and you don't need anything and you're just, you're feeling good and, and telling even the same stories over and over again that we tell at every family gathering and laughing about it. <laughs> Those are all great ways to celebrate. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you for your wisdom, your insight, and for sharing with us what you do. We will make sure that your website and information is with this video so that others can get a hold of you, ask you more questions, and um, if they need anything, they can reach out to you. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I have enjoyed this, and I, I'm just so excited to, to be part of your podcast. Thank you. Well, thank you.